Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. Elizabeth Dutton. Zarin. Got a question for you? Yes. You got a second? Sure. Okay. So, do you know what's ridiculous? I do. All right. Share. Okay. So... You know how I like mashups. I've heard this about you. Yes. People ask me, they're like, what's Elizabeth like? I'm like, she likes mashups. I do. I do. Well, I don't have one today. Yes. You know, like the angels are singing. Does that sunlight breaking through the clouds? Mm -hmm. It is. Uh, What I have is an email that Uh we received from Katie, a listener named Katie. All right. And her story is ridiculous. Nice. Thank you, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Hi. No need to respond to this. Well, Katie, I'm responding on the air. Um, <laughs> regarding the questionable dead grandmothers of high school students and professional Brazilian soccer players. Yes. Uh, I went, well, I was actually, it was college students. Can I correct that? But anyway, I once worked in a prison as a nurse. One of my fellow nurses, who I will refer to as M, had a lot of family emergencies, including a mother who was always sick and then died. M was then fired walked off and barred, for not just having her phone in the facility, but charging it in the med room just out in the open, which, as a sidebar... Is a sanitation risk? No, no phones in a prison. Oh! Can't do it. Oh, I was thinking because of the nurse part. Well, probably that too. Uh, A year or so later, they hired a new nurse who looked shockingly like M. A friend finally asked, and the new nurse was, in fact, M's dead mom, who was (laughs) then informed of her own reported death. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is why you don't lie about those sort of things. Thank you so much for the podcast. It brings me so much joy. Thanks, Katie. I was waiting for it to be M pretending to be her dead mom and using that's what her I social thought, security but then number. That's a great, I love the great twist on that. that Katie, thank you. Yeah, take notes, M. Night Shyamalan. So good. So yeah, that's ridiculous. That's hella ridiculous. I know. That's uh, why I said it. She got a second for you, saucy pants. Yes. I got one for, I got something ridiculous. Uh-huh, you ready? Okay. Just imagine there was a secret group who won a landmark lawsuit. Okay. Okay. Now, this lawsuit results in a $900 trillion class action judgment against the U.S. government. $900 trillion. Yeah, that's a lot. That's. <laughs> and the U.S. government <laughs> yeah. was required to pay out on that judgment. But there's a catch, of course, because uh-huh. it's the law. Yeah. If you want to get your cut of this free money, you'll need to pay a $300 filing fee to the aforementioned secret group who won the landmark lawsuit. So just send me $300 and I'll tell you who they are and you can get your hands on this money. I'm starting to think this isn't true. What? This is Ridiculous Crime, a podcast about absurd and outrageous capers, heists, and cons. It's always 99% murder-free and 100% ridiculous. Oh, Elizabeth. Oh, Zarin. 
I wanted to talk to you today about the 1980s. I bet you did. I know, right? I moved it up from the 70s to the 80s. Yeah, I like it. Check me out, huh? <laughs> well, Reagan America, the specifically in this story, the heartland. And okay. Also the mountain states, which I don't know if they fall into the heartland. Do they? You're like the heartland, the mountain states, the coasts, <laughs> no. the south, the Leaving cities. Leaving the coastal elites out of this one. <laughs> See, I'm getting into my tone, right? Like, okay, okay. uh-oh. In the 1980s, American farmers were going bankrupt at a staggering rate. Yes, you remember that I this? know. Okay, yeah. this is all happening across the heartland, and endless wave family farms lost to the banks. One right. day, Willie Nelson says to himself, let's put on a show and help those old boys out. Yes. All right? And you remember this show, Farming. I do. Okay, the show's 12 hours long, it was televised. Yeah. I, this, is, this is not like a test, but do you think you can name, I have like a list here. Okay. Do you think you can name... Five of the bands who played in Farming. Okay, Willie. Yeah. Oh, not not counting Willie. Come on. Oh, that's, that's not fair. Uh, Bob Dylan. Yes, correct. Um, did John Cougar Mellon count? Yes, good memory. Neil Young. Yeah, boom, you got three. Uh, this is the, now it's going to get a little slippery. Um, maybe Shots in the Dark. This yeah, one. I don't know, Brian Adams. No, no. <laughs> there was a Daryl Hall without John oh, Oates. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> Darryl good. Daryl Hall sans Oates. I don't know. I don't know who else. Give okay. me some big names. All right. Big names or like fun names? I got all, them both. all of the above. Okay. The Beach Boys. Oh, wow. Bon, bon Jovi. Okay. That uh, makes sense. Waylon Jennings. Uh, oh, I, Sammy Hagar. I remember Waylon. I Waylon, don't of course. Yeah. Sammy. But a Sammy on his own. Yeah. Like, I can't he drive just, like, 55. He just swam up from Cabo Wabo. Exactly. Got, just still all had to, sunburned. Like, <laughs> just about to say, still had the zinc on, sunburned fresh. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Johnny Cash performed, oh, uh, right. Joni Mitchell, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, Brian Setzer. I don't know if the orchestra was there or not. Hey, Eddie man, Van Halen. Straight cats. Yeah, dude. Also, there was weird ones I didn't know about this. Is it like Woodstock with Shanana? Basically, it kind of is. There were some people on here. I was like, that's an interesting mix. Huey Lewis was there. That's that, no that Huey Lewis tracks. is rocking. Yeah, don't I get love me. Yeah, Huey like, Lewis. I, that was not the exception, you know. But there were ones like um, Sissy Spacek. Did she sing? I guess so. She I don't yodeled. know. Deborah Winger also listed as a performer. Deb. Yeah, Deb. So you know. Anyway, there you go. So Debbie Wings. Do you remember that this era? I do. Like comic relief, also a big uh-huh. thing. Like, like well, celebs were coming together. Live Obviously, Aid. Live Aid. We are the world. Yeah. Okay. Hands across America. Hands do you remember across that America. One? Another one. <laughs> Dude, I can't see like a suit without like you know, like if someone wears a white sport coat, mm-hmm. I cannot help but see Whoopi Goldberg rolled up sleeves standing on the stage asking for money, and Robin Williams doing an impression of somebody on cocaine for or whatever. Yeah, I just immediately if you wear a white suit jacket or whatever, I'm just like Whoopi Goldberg uh, rolled up sleeves. I don't know why it was so indelible. Anyway, it's good stuff, powerful stuff, yes. right? And thank you, Willie Nelson. But did you know there's a whole backstory to Farm Aid that we, at least me, and I'm assuming you, did not know about? Well, let's find out. Yeah. Well, there was apparently a battle, a battle, Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. that was going on underneath all of this. And Willie Nelson, I don't think he was involved. I think that he was just trying to help the farmers. But the farmers were involved in a fight with Washington, D.C. Okay, I can see that. Apparently, from what I read in my research, the story goes, former President George H.W. Bush Sr., he was the one who did 9-11. And you see... Wait, what? Yeah, uh uh-huh. And you see the former president okay? and, and the former head of the CIA, he orchestrated 9-11 to stop an army of farmers from getting their hands on a treasure worth $900 trillion. Oh, my God. Are you? Did you hit your head? <laughs> no, this is from happened? my research. Have you I, eaten I found, spoiled sushi? I don't What's think you understand, Elizabeth. This, I do not we, understand. This is the American history see, that was hidden from us. I thought when you were talking about the battle that the farmers were up, I thought they were going to be like mad about subsidies <laughs> going to agribusiness. Yeah, but, this is no, not USDA stuff. Oh, heavens. It gets much wilder. Yes. So this, this war on the heartland farmers versus the Washington insiders, you mm-hmm. know, we had Willie not involved, as I said, right? Thank God. And to, yeah, to make sense of all this, I think you need to know about something called Nasara. There's a lot that I need to make <laughs> yes, sense of this. Like, I, this was not on McNeil Lair <laughs> in the 80s. I'm very confused. It did not make most news channels, but there's a reason for that. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Keep in mind, in Nasara, this is an acronym. Nasara stands for the National Economic Security and Recovery Act. Okay. Okay. This is a package of legislation designed to reform the American economic system and to basically account and redress for centuries of exploitation. Mm -hmm. Right. It's something to like get back at the bankers. Right. Is this before the savings and loan debacle? Uh, Yes. Predates that. Yeah. This was the brainchild of a man named Harvey Francis Barnard. 
Okay. Or Bernard, I don't know. We'll Whatever, say, Harv. Yeah, Harv, Harvey. So Harvey put forth economic reforms, right? Now, Harvey, he's not an economist by training. He, uh, well, in a word, his reforms were ridiculous, right? Okay. You know, so surprising no one, Harvey Bernard was a self-published author. He created his Nassar reforms legislation. Then he moved on to writing a book called, quote, Draining the Swamp, Monetary and Fiscal Policy Reform. And this is in 1996 that he oh, published God. this one. Yeah. Now, as soon as Harvey got his hands on some copies of his book, he sent them to Congress and he was like, you need to read my book. He got like a thousand. Oh, and I'm sure they all read. Them. Oh, yeah. And he was like, get on this. And they were like, oh, busy, Harv. Let me get <laughs> I got an aide reading it. Uh-huh. No, but it, for all whatever reasons, uh, Harvey's plans did not get traction. Harvey's plans, mind you, were to get America back on the gold standard. That was really key to him. Oh, also the yeah. silver standard, because, you know, just for good measure. Why not go buy metal? bronze? No, no, just buy metal. <laughs> you know, he wants, you know, just the two. That was the old standard. That was good enough for okay. great granddaddy. I thought good we were going to go through all the metals. All the metals, like copper, bronze, yes. I think well, tin. gold, silver, bronze. Oh, like the metal stand. Yeah, so I you'll got have you, like, like the, the upper class, the middle class, <laughs> and the lower class. Good, we're a, creating a cast system. Cast well, it, like in the money. Hello, 84 Olympics were in Los Angeles. Oh, my God, it's all coming it's together. It's locking together. Yeah. You're saying it, right? I am. Okay. I'm getting on board. So Harvey, dude, super against debt. He wants to abolish income tax altogether. He wants to remove compound interest. There's basically any financial instrument of debt. He hates debt. <laughs> well, you know what? You get rid of income tax and the government's just going to run beautifully. Yeah, it'll just run on like you know other promises Fumes. and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> so his dreams of economic reform, they fail to materialize Surprise, surprise, nothing meaningful comes about. But Harvey Bernard's like, that don't stop me. I got the old internet. It's because the um, internet, this is the year, by this point, the year is 2000. And now mm-hmm. the internet is a hub of publishing. People yeah. are like, I'm going to publish. And so he's like, I too am going to publish. So he goes, I have a book. And he puts his whole book on the internet. People he are like, blogged it out. Yeah, he just self-publishes the book. And then he's it's like, like, it's okay, baby, just blog it out. <laughs> hardcore blogging just it someone out. Someone petted his head. He's tried to blog, blog through it. And yeah. he he's like, you know, that's not enough. I'm going to need something bigger to uh, push my reforms. This book isn't really catching fire the way I want. So he creates what? An institute. Because, you well, know, sure. that's what you need. I yeah. don't know who, who was teaching there. But anyway, he has an institute. <laughs> the Nassar Institute's founded in 2001. Four years later comes the follow-up book, Draining the Swamp 2, The Nassar Story, <laughs> Monetary and Fiscal Policy Reform. Uh-huh. I added the two. It was, it was just oh, called was Nassar. Oh, was it? I was so <laughs> <Yeah>. excited. <laughs> I love you, Draining the Swamp 2. No, it was just called yeah. Draining the Swamp. But <laughs> Financial anyway, boogaloo. This now brings us to the next kook in our cavalcade of fruitcakes. Her <laughs> name was Dove of Oneness. Is of oneness all one word? No, that is three words. Dove of oneness. So middle name Dove O oneness. There you go, Dove. Yeah, she was Irish. Dove She's a oneness. Dove oneness. Just a meter. Dove O oneness. D O oneness. So her mama had named her Shaney Candace Goodwin, but Shaney Goodwin preferred Dove of oneness. So okay. we'll call her Dove of oneness. So this second cat, Dove of oneness. She or- her initials, do. Do, exactly. <laughs> so, do, she finds Bernard's writings online. She's like, I know a good story when I see one. And she goes, this has potential. She then hijacks Bernard's whole narrative. And she, but she's like, you know, I'll just add a couple things, a little embellishment here and an adornment there. Uh-huh. And she then goes off and creates her own story using all of his like, f- like intellectual property rights, if you will. I and mean, she's not really getting to the economic theory. It's just all the, we need to abolish. And this is, you know, admiralty law. And this and is. She stole it all and like reblogged it. Yeah, reblogs it. And so Bernard, he learns about this, totally rejects her vision. He like publicly repudiates her. He calls her a con woman. Yeah, he makes another blog post that's just all tacky. <laughs> exactly. But it's too late. It's out there now. Uh-huh. So it has its own life on the internet. And Dove of Oneness is better than he is at this. So her story has more life. And she becomes an internet personality. She starts spinning all these yarns about the secret war between the farmers and the Washington insiders. And the Mm -hmm. hero of her version is a man named Roy Swassinger. Okay. Right? Now you... You ready to hear the craziest bedtime story you've ever heard? I think I am. Oh yeah, because this one... I was I read a lot a lot of Dove Oneness's <laughs> blogs to get all of this like uh-huh. like probably 80 90 pages of blog like it was insane it's just copious the yeah. so much time and uh anyway their prose it reads like okay imagine if you mixed Benadryl with Thai speed whiskey and okay. then maybe I don't know threw in some animal tranquilizers and then wrote, <laughs> yes. sat down at a typewriter and wrote up whatever you came whatever came to is mind Is this a challenge? Yeah, it's pretty much. You ready? Okay, here yeah. we go. Oh boy. 
Now, according to the Dove of Oneness, in 1982, this man, Royce Wassinger, the star of today's show, we'll hear a lot more about him, so just remember that name, okay. Royce Wassinger. In Roy. 1982, this cat Roy, he was, quote, given a contract by the U.S. Senate and later Supreme Court to investigate banking fraud. But that's not all, Elizabeth. Uh-huh. That's just the beginning. There was so much more to Roy Swassinger's gig because, you see, Roy was also a secret agent. Well, sure. Yeah, you know, because I mean, that's what one does. We're everywhere. Oh, wait, wait did I say that? Oh. <laughs> but then, and I quote again, in the late 80s, he began sharing his knowledge with others, including high-ranking military personnel who helped him bring about a class action lawsuit against the federal government. Mm-hmm. Now, this fictitious class action lawsuit would become the foundation upon which so many scams and hoaxes would be built. Oh, wow. Yes. And according to Dove of Oneness, quote, the farmer's claims lawsuit was thrown out of court at each level with the records purposely destroyed. Uh-huh. And well, uh-huh. that's no good. You can't have your no. court records destroyed. Purposely. And you may be wondering, well, what did America's farmers do, Zarin? Good question, Elizabeth. <laughs> Luckily, there's secret agent Royce Washinger. Right. Back, back to oneness. Thank okay, goodness. quote. In the early 1990s, Royce Washinger brought the case before the United States Supreme Court. And he made his case plain, Elizabeth, passionate. He was a persuasive man. Wait, so like he didn't actually appear before. Did he go stand outside the building? <laughs> And, I've appeared before the Supreme Court, if that's the case. <laughs> and I quote um, <laughs> Mrs. Skeptical. Yes. Almost unanimously, the United States Supreme Court justices ruled that the Farmers Union's claims were indeed valid, all caps. Therefore, all property foreclosed by the farmers' credit system was illegal, and all those who foreclosed on would have to receive damages. In addition, they ruled that the U.S. federal government and banks had defrauded the farmers and all U.S. citizens out of vast sums of money and property. And furthermore, the court ruled the shocking truth that the IRS was a Puerto Rican can trust okay okay so yeah and we don't so, have teddy roosevelt to bust well, this and trust do we Elizabeth. Have, who wrote the decision on this one look i i don't know I, I i have no answers for you was it the shadow court was it a secret court <clears throat> i don't know why she says the irs is an illegal puerto rican scam well no apparently the supreme court said so yeah no but like i, I can't find any records because the supreme court hid them Oh, that makes so yeah. much sense. Of course. According to Oneness, what we do know is this. Yeah. Quote, all gold, silver, and property titles taken by the Federal Reserve and IRS must be returned to the people. Now, to me, that just sounds like a difficult task. Like, how the hell do you do that? That's a a ton of paperwork. But anyway, (laughs) turns out they have a secret legal team that has an answer for this, Elizabeth. So don't be pessimistic. There's so much secret stuff. Lots of secrets, right? And I quote, the legal team sought assistance from a small group of benevolent visionaries consisting of politicians, Mm -hmm. military generals, and business people who have been (laughs) secretly working to restore the Constitution since the mid-1950s. And, and so quote. it's like politicians, cobblers. It's always generals. It's always it's never generals. like captains. No, like never admirals. Why don't admirals get it's me? A chief no petty respect officer. for the admirals. <laughs> anyway, this second secret cabal of apparently good and true Americans—they were laboring to bring their case before the Supreme Court for the second time because, according to Oneness, I picked the story back up. Quote: When the case was brought before the U.S. Supreme Court, they ruled in his favor, giving the Army General title over the United States Inc. <laughs> Legal action was then passed onto the Senate Finance Committee and Senator Sam Nunn, who was working with Roy Swassinger. With the help of covert and congressional and political pressure, President George H.W. Bush issued an executive order on October 23, 1991, which provided a provision allowing anyone who has a claim against the federal government to receive payment as long as it's within the rules of this original format of this case. Huh. End quote. Now, like me, you may be wondering, what what does this mean for the American farmers? Yeah, what does this mean well, for the American farmers? Let's take a little break. Okay. And I'm going to be back with more unhinged stuff and good news for the American farmers because $900 <laughs> trillion dollars is coming your way. <laughs> so much money. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. 
As you know, the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place. With every crime I've studied, I've learned one thing. Your best line of defense is your vigilance and preparation. You don't want to worry. You just want peace of mind. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. For every ridiculous robbery and theft we talk about, it's pretty obvious the crimes could be avoided with a solid security system. A good home security system keeps people prepared and aware. Simply Safe is that system. It was named Best Home Security Systems 2024 by U.S. News and World Report. And it doesn't just protect your home from crime, it also alerts you to fire, floods, and other emergencies. They offer sensors and cameras backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There are no contracts, and there's a 60-day money-back guarantee. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. That's simplysafe.com slash ridiculous crime. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Become a part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. All right, Elizabeth. Okay, Zarin. We're back, and I have news for you about the U.S. farming community of the 1980s. Yes. They are about to get a windfall it of $900 like... trillion. Dollars. <laughs> so, picking back up with Dove of Oneness, she yeah. reports, quote, The Farmers Claims legal team was able to use that executive order, the one from George H.W. Bush. Right, that uh, he didn't know he, he signed. But, exactly. Yeah. Quote, to not only force the Federal Reserve to pay out damages in a gold-backed currency, but also allow them to receive legal ownership over the bankruptcy of United States, Inc., and that's incorporated. United States incorporated. Sure. I don't know what that means. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't look up some of this stuff because I was like, why? Well, because you're it's not just, a true patriot, Zara. Yeah. I mean, I was like, you know, like it, honestly, I just had no curiosity about it because <laughs> it was just such clear BS. So anyway, more from the unhinged bedtime story. Quote, to collect damages, the farmer's legal team used an obscure attachment to the 14th Amendment, which most people are not aware of. <laughs> After the Civil War, the government allowed citizens to claim a payment on anyone who suffered damages as a result of the federal government failing to protect its citizens from harm or damages by a foreign government. President Grant had this attachment sealed from public eye, but somehow someone from the farmer's legal team got a hold of it. Somehow. Somehow, Elizabeth. Well, I think there's a lot of monkey business, and they poked around, and they (laughs) dig, and they dug. I'm telling you, that that President Grant, he was a drinker. Now, he may just put it somewhere, he forgot about it, and and the maid knew, and then just passed it on. Those slips sink ships. You know, you get a couple in you, and you, hey, listen, I got this (laughs) attachment to the 14th Amendment. Not many people know about this one. (laughs) It's on the back of the Constitution. And then then he, uh, you know, like, the guy that he tells— Tells his family and it gets passed down mm-hmm. for generations. Like a game of telephone. This all just makes so much sense, yeah. quite frankly. It's how we preserve the truth. It really is. So, and you may be like me also wondering, the anyone who suffered damages as a result of the federal government failing to protect its citizens. Yes, that did have a few notable exceptions of who that oh, really? was covering. Like, say, my and possibly your ancestors. You know, so we, don't, we aren't covered? No, many of us. Like uh, women, people of color. yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot. A lot of people. So just the lactose intolerance. Yes, some limitations may apply. Yeah, so true. now we get back to the Supreme Court justices who are key to this story mm-hmm. and the secret legal team that the farmers have run by Roy Swassinger. Yeah. So now they're out there to get the people some justice, Elizabeth. Right, so yeah. what happens next? Well, they issued commemorative coins. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Good guess. Uh-oh. The justices and the secret legal team they lay down new rules. 
Okay. This is, this is how it's going to go. They're out there like, uh, I don't know, like uh, Bill Maher or Dennis Miller. These are the new rules. Anyway. In, like the, in the American rule book? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so for one, everyone who is American has to be paid. Obviously, some exceptions will apply. <laughs> right. And you everyone me. must be paid in gold or silver, which is also acceptable if that person says, I'll take silver. Okay. Two, we go back to common law instead of this admiralty law. Now, I, like me, you may be wondering, well, Zarin, what is admiralty law? And what is common law? What is the difference? I have no answers for you, Elizabeth. I feel like if we rang up my mom. Yeah, we totally could. Legal scholar. <laughs> I just really want to know, does this affect ship's captains? Will they still be able to marry people know. on ships under common law? I mean, law, I know there's like British purely... common law, but yeah, like, I mean, I what's with know, the admiralty but, stuff? Oh, you have no idea. But luckily, we have uh, Dove of Oneness who, oh, to explain. God. I can offer this quote. Yeah, lay uh, on me. Under common law, as Oneness explains, if there is no damage or harm done, then there is no violation of the law. Okay. That's a real interesting bar to clear because who gets to decide if harm or damage was done? Was it the victim, the perpetrator, a jury of their peers? Dove Who's oneness. Who's going to be doing this deciding? Anyway, back to Dove mm-hmm. Oneness. Uh, lastly, the IRS would have to be dismantled and replaced with a national sales tax. This is the basis of the Nassara Law. Okay. I added emphasis. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so. It was, um, it, in, it was in all caps. Of course, of course. <laughs> now, devil oneness is not done because, remember, we haven't discussed the big, big, big umbrella over all of this, the huge cash prizes. Remember? There's <laughs> all of the... What, it, like washing machines? Yeah, all the money to give out to the quote-unquote real Americans. Uh-huh. She's got you covered in case you're wondering if you are one of them. According to Devil Oneness, when the legal team finally settled on a figure, each individual would receive an average of $20 million <laughs> payout per claim multiplied by a total of 336,000 claims that were filed against the U.S. federal government. The total payout would come out to a staggering $6.6 trillion. Wow. But you notice 336,000 claims. That's a very small number of people yeah. who qualify. I don't know where that number comes from it's never explained it's like almost double the number of uh, elect are going to make it into heaven under some provisor so maybe these are overlapping i don't know i think it's that you have to have you your mind has to have been open saren yeah no i i don't have a parachute mind no it's just over here like a burlap sack mine didn't open it just hit the ground real hard (laughs) left a dent mine's like one of those uh old uh, drug commercials of the egg going in the hot skillet (laughs) it is both the egg and the hot skillet (laughs) oh yeah well mine is a parachute with a huge hole in it. <laughs> Wait, no, Hanging in a tree. <laughs> now, Elizabeth, you may be wondering. I can no. see it in your eyes. Uh-huh. Zaren, $6.6 trillion. That's a lot of money. It is a lot and of you're money. right. Now, why haven't I heard about this cash giveaway That's being offered to Americans? I am an American citizen. Mm-hmm. Surely I must qualify. These are all great questions. You really brought your A game Thank today, you Elizabeth. So, much. Thank so you. I have answers for some of those. But okay. unfortunately, the answer comes from Dove of Oneness. Doneness. Uh, one- she's D Oneness. So D Oneness. Doneness. Doneness. So Doneness say, <laughs> quote, the U.S. Supreme Court placed a gag order on the case struck all information from the federal registry and placed all records in the Supreme Court files. So that's why you There's don't know about this. There's just a giant filing cabinet yeah, that's locked at the Supreme yeah. Court. Oh, well. Luckily, we do know some of this because enter Janet Reno. A settlement <sighs> was, and I quote, a settlement was agreed yes. to out of court and the decision was sealed by Janet Reno. Because the case was sealed, claimants are not allowed to share court documents to media outlets without violating the settlement. Duh. But they can still tell others about the lawsuit. So you can't tell the media, but you can tell your neighbors. This is, like, this is why you probably not heard about this. No, this End is, quote. This is like early QAnon Mad Libs. Yes, totally. <laughs> so you may be wondering, did the farmers finally get their gold? Well, I've got news for yeah. you. Yeah, well. (laughs) Yes, everybody got their gold. Yeah, well, let's get to the $900 trillion in my man Roy Swassinger. Yeah. Quote, in 1991, Roy Swassinger went before a Senate committee to present evidence of the bank's and government's criminal activities. Mm-hmm. Get a Roy. Yeah. This action by Roy, it leads to an audit of the Federal Reserve, apparently. Now, at this point, the military gets involved. Well, of course. Come on. It's a whole thing. I don't know. The military always wants to get involved. I, I, this, I don't know why you haven't heard about this, because it was a really big thing, Elizabeth, well, apparently. You know, I'm but kind anyway, of on a strict just, media diet. Yeah, you I just don't. haven't heard. So don't, yeah. don't ask questions, okay? Anyway, moving on. If it's not in Us magazine, forget about it. Yeah, if it's not in style or Us, is it really Did news? it really happen? So, quote, after reviewing their files, the military... Military officers found $800 trillion sitting in accounts which should have been applied to the national debt. 
Wait. <laughs> so now, Was it all in gold? Too, I don't know. Just, I don't know. It's just it's sitting in, in these sitting accounts. There. So the Supreme <laughs> Court parked. justices and the Farmer's Secret Legal Team spring into action. Oh, thank goodness. They secret the $800 trillion out of the country. They hide oh. it in European banks Stop. until they can come up with a way to equally distribute the money to all the good, hardworking, old-fashioned oh. Americans. Like you and me. or Well, more like Probably you. Probably not Not us. so much me. Well, maybe not even either one of us. <laughs> anyway, according to Old Oneness, I everything... think Dave's the only winner in yeah, this Yeah, Dave triad. may get some of this one. Uh-huh. So, Dave, keep listening. Everything's going swimmingly <laughs> well for your end. And, until the Bush crime family steps into the picture. Oh, my God. Yes, Elizabeth. The Bush crime family. In, quote, in August 1992, the military officers confronted President Bush and demanded he sign an agreement that he would return the United States to constitutional law and ordered him to never use the term New World Order again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So after Bush Sr. runs a failed coup to become the most powerful man in the world, even though he already is the president, which is commonly referred to as the most powerful man in the world. I don't know. Don't focus on the details. All right. Let's just keep it moving. Imagining the the military coming in and like (laughs) smacking them on the knuckles like you can't. It's kind of like, have you ever seen that book? Hope Never Dies. No. Like the fictionalized buddy cop thing with Obama and Biden. Oh, yes. Yes. I have seen this. It is the most amazing unhinged book. They're like solving mysteries (laughs) together. But that kind of, I don't know. It's like renegade and everything. But it just reminds me of that where it's just like you have the military coming in and uh, George H.W. Yes, this is a senior. Yeah, senior is just like, you can't tell me what to do. Oh, if you like that, just, oh, get ready. We're getting to my best and favorite, really, the, my favorite part. Ready? I okay. like presidential escapades. In 1993, Bill Clinton comes in the White House. Uh-huh. Now, you know things are about to get sideways <laughs> in the narrative. Crazy there. So, of course, he sides with the bankers and he opposes the <laughs> beep. Of course, he sides with the bankers and he opposes the secret Supreme Court and farmers' secret legal teams. Right. And the the whole settlement that they have arranged and somehow managed to get to become law, but he's yet not law. He ostensibly decides that the U.S. is no longer under admiralty law. And you know what? Just forget it. None of this matters. But what really does matter (laughs) is in 1993, Bill Clinton denies the superhero tag team of generals and Supremes and the the farmers' secret legal team. Mm -hmm. Every time I see the Supremes, it always sounds like I'm talking about Diana Ross. Like they come into the White House. <laughs> so like, stop, Bill Clinton, in the Maybe name that's, of love. that's who they went in front of. Yeah, exactly. Back to the Supreme Court <laughs> justices. They're now up against the Clinton White House, and Clinton's ready for them. So he has the perfect weapon to stop the farmers. And you know what that is? No. What's going to stop them from getting justice? Paperwork, Elizabeth. Oh, of course. He throws legal paperwork at them. So according to Dove of Oneness, quote, the Clinton White House imposed an administrative fee of $300 for each claim, which was later used in 1994 as a basis to arrest the leaders of the legal team, including Roy Swassinger. Yeah. So you remember him. Roy Swassinger, our hero, right? The Uh people's hope. So when Roy goes to court, quote, the government was so afraid of what they would say during their trial in Michigan that extra steps were taken to conceal the true nature of the case. County courthouse employees were not allowed to work between Monday and Thursday during the course of the trial. Apparently, they could work on Friday. <laughs> so, so I so love they all the oddly specific no details. There are no employees in there. There's just the court. I don't which know. Which is like basically Diana Ross and then yes. an RBG bobblehead. Exactly. They're yeah, sitting there okay. looking at him. Now we get to my favorite part of the tale, the endless wave of murders and clonings. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right? my favorite part. And murders. They're, well, they're imaginary, so I think this is okay. Beca- okay. It's not, <laughs> not part of the night. It's not a 1%. It's not a 1% because this, okay. is, this is like a 1% of it, all purely imaginary. Imaginary okay. stuff. No one real dies. <laughs> so we can have 100% imaginary. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Quote, despite being protected by his military personnel, the Army General who acquired the original 1933 title of bankruptcy of the United States, of course, mm-hmm, sure. was imprisoned, killed, and replaced with a clone. Wait. This clone was then used as a decoy to prevent any further claims from being filed. God, I love clones. But wait, just wait. This is the first of many clones because now we get into action Janet Reno. (laughs) Quote, during the first Clinton administration, the military delayed many of Clinton's federal appointments until they were sure these individuals would help restore constitutional law. One such individual who promised to bring about the necessary changes was Attorney General Janet Reno, which surprised me, honestly. I did not see this coming. Anyway, and I quote, in agreement with the Supreme Court ruling on June 3rd, 1993, Janet Reno ordered the Delta Force and the Navy SEALs to Switzerland, England, and Israel to recapture trillions of dollars of gold stolen by the Federal Reserve System from the Strategic Gold Reserves. I want that memo. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to get through. I want that memo and I want it framed. Totally. 
<laughs> now, if you were wondering, yes, that operation was a complete success oh, because woof. Action Janet Reno got the people's gold safely back into America. And apparently it's all, quote, now safely stockpiled at the NORAD complex in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So we know where the gold is. Well, excuse now, me while I go get in the car. Yeah, but this was bad news for Action Janet Reno because this brazen move against the bankers and the Bush crime family, this yeah. would spell the end of old Action Janet Reno. Yes, quote, Janet Reno's action so enraged the powers that be that it resulted in her death. She was then replaced with a clone, and it was this creature that was responsible for covering up the various Clinton scandals. This creature? <laughs> well, like, the clone was not a human clone? Well, we have so many more clones coming. It was like coming. a giraffe? We got so many more clones coming. <laughs> so, quote, to keep the Secretary of the U.S. Treasury, Robert Rubin, in line, he, too, was also cloned. <laughs> For the remainder of their term in office, both Reno and Rubin received their salaries from the International Monetary Fund as foreign agents and not from the U.S. Treasury. Because you can't pay a clone with money from no, the U.S. Treasury, Elizabeth. No, Everybody they need knows clone this. bucks. So, keeping in mind the Supremes were still not talking about Diana Ross, <laughs> they're still leading all of this secret fight. So, quote, during this time, the U.S. Supreme Court assigned one or more justices, possibly three, more, we don't know. Three exactly, to four. Three to four justices are in a car. <laughs> so, they're there to monitor, quote, the progress of the rulings. They enlisted the help of experts in economics, monetary systems, banking, constitutional government, and law, and many other related areas. Acrobatics. justices <laughs> built coalitions of support and assistance with thousands of people worldwide known as White Knights. Uh oh. Record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I look at the camera and I just say, White Knights. White Knights. <laughs> just over and over again. Oh, heavens. White Knights. And I like oh. to think she's thinking, you know, like I, you know, I hear White Knights, I immediately go, like you, to the Mikhail Baryshnikov, Gregory That's Hines exactly. film of the 80s. And I'm like, White Knights. Amazing yeah. dance scene. So clearly we now have dancing secret legal teams. Well, going. here it is. I'm going to connect the dots for you. We're talking about Cold War, Baryshnikov. Oh, yes. And Gregory Hines. And Gregory Hines is, is the people who aren't going to get paid. <laughs> So it's all coming together again. So anyway, now at the we're at the end of the Clinton administration, in case you're trying to keep up in time. Yeah, thank you. So in 1999, real traction finally occurs to advance the Nassara framework of economic reforms. Thank mm -hmm. goodness. The American farmers are finally, because remember, you, we started Farm Aid in 1985. We're now in like They're 1999. They're standing out in They're front of waiting their for their trillions of dollars. Overalls. Exactly. Dust blowing by. Wondering how they're going to feed the kids. Going, we've been waiting for my 20 million so for many about 15 years. Ain't that right, Ma? Red handkerchiefs. Now, and I quote, in 1999, a 75-page document known as the National Economic Security and Reformation Act, NASARA, mm -hmm. was submitted to Congress where it sat with little action for almost a year. Late one evening on March 9th, 2000, a written quorum call was hand-delivered by Delta Force and Navy SEALs <laughs> to 15 members of the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House who were sponsors and co-sponsors of NASARA. Wait. They were immediately escorted by the Delta Force and Navy SEALs to their respective voting chambers where they passed the National Economic Security and Reformation Act. I just imagine like dudes in wetsuits and flippers like walking in. I mean, like, come with squeak, me. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> flap, 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 <laughs> just dripping water. They're like, Ma oh, the seals. Right this way. We just came out of the Potomac. It's flap, flap, flap. But the seals, they, they, they weren't ready for old bad Billy Clinton because he still opposed it. So, you know what they do? They have Clinton killed and they clone, clone him, him too. Yeah, that, uh, that's the only, only yeah, option. That's, really. no, that's what they do. So <laughs> you can believe it, Elizabeth. <laughs> Bill Clinton's new clone was just as disagreeable. <laughs> they cloned Clinton. No. Blocking the legislation. <laughs> clone these days. <laughs> so, and I quote, President Clinton's clone had no interest in signing Nassar into law. <laughs> On October 10th, 2000, under orders from U.S. military generals, the elite Navy SEALs and Delta Force stormed the White House and under gunpoint forced Bill Clinton to sign Nassara. The, the clone. The clone. Clone Clinton. <laughs> but there were still more obstacles. The American farmers don't get relief yet, Elizabeth. They uh -huh. don't get their rightful money because this stacked cabal of forces aligned them. I mean, we haven't even recognized that the Supreme Court, you know, we got the Supreme Court on the side and we got the generals. Okay. And we got, you know, the clones of President Bill Clinton. But that's not enough our, 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 because the they're still up against the Bush crime family who are about to come back to power. Oh, yes. no. So after this quick break, I'll be back and I'll tell you. <laughs> What happens, and I think you already know. I think so.
Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Okay, so the Bush crime family comes to power again in yeah. 2000. Yeah. Yes, and so this is all going all this is going to come to a head on 9/11. Because Nasara Elizabeth is about to become law. <laughs> yeah. Even though it already is law, it's about to become become law. Now, yeah. I don't get it. Anyway, so the powers that be are trying to stop it from becoming serious law, I guess with a capital L something. Sure. Anyway, but the Bush crime family back in power, now they're about to come to a head, Elizabeth. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you what happens. I'm just going to oh, just... okay. Well, I'm going to let Oneness tell you. According to Oneness, quote, On September 10th, 2001, George Bush Sr. moved into the White House to steer his son on how to block the announcement. That's the announcement so he, to the American citizens. Dad, dad moves in. That, yeah, the, the mostly notably farmers, that they're all about to get $20 million each. And mm-hmm. then the Bush crime family, go. its dad comes in and puts his arm on his son's shoulder and goes, we need to stop the American farmers. Or yeah. whatever, whatever he says. He's like, if you need me, I'll be in the in-law unit. <laughs> <laughs> and Babs is in the back. She's the one. She's trimming bushes. I don't know. Yeah. She, she missed the rose garden. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so back to oneness on what happens. Quote, the next day on September 11, 2001, at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Alan Greenspan was scheduled to oh, announce God. the new U.S. Treasury bank system, debt forgiveness for all U.S. citizens, and abolishment of the IRS is the first part of the public announcements of Nassara. Just before the announcement, at 9 a.m., Bush Sr., ordered the demolition of the World Trade Center to stop the international banking computers on floors one and two in the North Tower from initiating a new U.S. Treasury bank system. Explosives in the World Trade Center were planted by both CIA and Mossad operatives and detonated remotely in Building 7, which was demolished later that day in order to cover up the crime. And with that, and I quote George Bush Sr., decapitated any hopes of returning the government back to the people. Uh-oh. That's where it all came to a head. I am fascinated by 9-11 uh, conspiracy theorists. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, they have some, there's some wild ones out there. You can really wed a lot to that story. Uh-huh. I'll just put it that way. Uh-huh. To, to his dying breath, Harvey Bernard is like, I cannot believe I'm attached to this. I, <laughs> please leave me out of this please narrative. <laughs> he could do nothing to clear himself <laughs> from it. The other one was like, no, this is my man. You kept standing. Yeah. Anyway, her interpretation of his economic plans for reforms were just entirely cemented with her legacy and his. Now it's time to meet the secret agent of this horribly told tale, Roy Swassinger. Right. 
Yes. You ready? Yes. Elizabeth, uh, now I know that you know what a sovereign citizen is. Oh, yeah. Because your brother. That's another thing that fascinates me. Yeah, he did the whole sovereign citizen thing that time. Yeah, we were (laughs) at Red Rocks. Like it's a, it's not a national park, but it's like a national conservation area outside Mm -hmm. of Vegas. We were with, with my uncle and we pulled up and, you know, like there's the national parks guy standing there. And my uncle goes to like pay for the pass to get in and my brother's in the back seat and he starts shouting, am I being detained? I am a sovereign citizen. And all of us are just like laughing, crying, laughing in the car. And my How old is he? Like, it is, like, he was a full grown adult. Like, okay. this was not as a, this was not like, like a few, 11 year old This boy. was like a few years ago. <laughs> okay. And so he keeps yelling in the back and my uncle's trying to explain. No, he's just kidding. Like, I don't know. Ignore, it, ignore him. He's, ignore he's, him. But it was, it was absolutely hilarious. So now in our family, we all do that. We you just, just start yelling it or like, you Anytime know. you visit national parks, you let yeah. them know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the people who get pulled over and they don't roll their window down all the way. Oh, and yeah. And they say, I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> and they just slip or out they the have note. the wild license plate. Oh, like, yeah. We're about to get all into that. Oh, nice. Do you know about Posse Comitatus or the Free yes. Men? Yes. yes. So in the, the 80s, Posse Comitatus was a group that was like this kind of patriotic movement of like sovereign citizens. Then in the 90s, the Free Men were their like descendants of this type of thinking. It's primarily Western mountain people and they uh, kind of tend to oppose the government. Yeah. Then they want to... Um, basically have a life that is led according to common law or to, like, you know, divorced of federal intrusions. Well, it's like, what's his name? Uh, Bundy, right? Which one? The the rancher. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Bundy Ed, family. Is it Ed, yeah, Ed, Edmund in, in, yeah, in, in Nevada. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. Or you think Ruby Ridge standoff in mm-hmm. Waco. Or no, that wasn't Waco. That was uh, uh, North, uh, yeah, yeah, Branch Davidians of Waco. Yeah. Anyway, you think of those types of standoffs as we're talking about. So one of the big moves for the Freeman was, this is something they initiated in the 90s, was a strategy to fight the government with what they called legal magic. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So legal magic meant things like being a sovereign citizen. You were then exempt from the laws of the, the federal government in the United States so you could start drafting up your own license plate your driver's license passports your own money oh, you, could, yeah. you could kite checks why not you can just do whatever you want because what's the law to you you're a free man right <laughs> so this becomes this thing and the the law at the time had a real like difficulty with this and then all of a sudden <laughs> Like uh, the Oklahoma City bombing occurs, mm-hmm. and they have to now have to actually clamp down on this stuff because they're not worried about these like radicals, well armed people. And so they start trying to actually deal with it. And that's when Roy Swashingdier comes to fame and name, right? And this point in the early 90s, the as one prosecutor I found described it, this was a wave of Freeman was quite a potpourri circus of over-the-hill outlaws. Over-the-hill right? outlaws. Yeah, exactly. These over-the-hill outlaws. And so add to them a younger man who has okay. some ambitions and some, well, he was a con man. Roy Swashingdier yeah. was a con yeah, man, sounds right? like it. So he founds this group called We the People in 1993. He begins to offer seminars to all these free men about how to do this legal magic like how to file liens against a judge or whatever. Yeah. And he's going to he explains to these guys that his group has recently won a landmark case against the federal government. We've discussed that case uh-huh. in length. And there was a huge cash settlement that he'd won and that we the people were responsible for distributing it and thanks to a few good Supreme Court justices and some and President Bill Clinton clone. But of course that was to come later on or pre-Clinton <laughs> oh, clone at this point in the story. Anyway, so Royce Wassinger, next level con artist, he starts to like work these crowds of these men who want to be free and fight the government and their families and just starts milking their what little money they have. Yeah. He's like, you're buying lots of guns. Looks like you got some money. You should give it to me. Give me $300 and I'll tell you how to get two, uh, $20 million Wait, or whatever. so give me 300 So he comes up with this, this idea that these seminars, if you give him $300, he'll get you in on this class action lawsuit that we the people won and he'll give you your cut of the $20 million. He'll tell you how to get in on the class. But you have to pay him three. Hundred bucks in three hundred dollars in U.S. currency in or US currency. in yeah, credit. He, he happens to prefer. Or, he just happens to take U.S. From dollars. A That's he, amazing. He will not take your made up money. So <laughs> in this one instance, curious. he is a less free man. Curious. That's so curious. It that. is interesting. Good note. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. So. He also was, as I said, a con artist, but he would he would do obviously the Western like folksy, c- cool headed, been there, done that, and, you know, like the squinting off on the horizon kind of vibe. Sure. He could do that, you know, but he also really liked to toot his own horn, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Roy was the kind of guy he had uh, he had no listed phone number. 
He, okay. you, if you wanted to reach him, you had to have to go to one of his seminars or one of his court appearances. That's pretty much the only two places <laughs> you're going to find him. And now, if you, I, I looked into his life story. This is what you learn. Roy Slossinger was born in Nebraska. He went to a university. He was in the military. Uh, he had some jobs like magazine subscription salesman and meat packer. Mm-hmm. But if you went to his seminars, you would hear a totally different story of Roy Slossinger. Oh, really? In his seminars, he would tell audiences. Now, imagine you're like in a smoky banquet hall in the Ramada Room in Lubbock, Texas. That's my question about or, these seminars. He's holding them, obviously, like in hotel Yeah, the conference, conference room at the Howard Johnson in so Fort Collins, Colorado. So he's having to pay them. He, ha- like, he has to give them his contact information. He pays no, no, them. He, with US he has currency. the We the People group. The, the, he can have oh, the, everything yeah, through them. But exactly. even so, so they're they're doing business in the okay, whatever. I'm getting irritated. Yeah, don't don't think <laughs> don't think too hard about okay. it. You only find frustration there. <laughs> I think so. So wherever he goes, Roy just lays it on thick. Now, when I say thick, I mean he would claim to be obviously, as we've gone over, a secret government agent. He would tell crowds that quote he had a transducer linking him by satellite to Congress. A transducer. A transducer is a thing that turns one type of energy into another type of energy, and usually like turns it into a signal. So it's okay. kind of like a diode, but like think of it like if you took your body heat and turned that into a signal, they could then go beep, 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 beep. So he has this like transducer on him. He's like <laughs> sending Morse code to satellite that they're okay. going right to Congress. Okay. I, I don't, once again, do not think too deeply about <laughs> I'm it. I'm going to try not to. So anyway, so Roy, uh, he also liked to brag that his group, We the People, had been given the quote right to kill. And that, uh, oh. yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that Congress empowered him and you know, his group with, you know. It's another secret memo. Yeah, and he knew secrets, lots of government secrets. Like, he knew about secret summary executions. According to Roy, the U.S. Navy had executed 170 judges and lawyers, all done on the same day. Oh. So, you know. But no one, no one noticed no, that. No, no, no. And Roy is also where Dove of One has got her story about a team of Delta Force going on a secret mission to over to Europe and taking the $900 trillion out of the banks and bringing it back. Right. That's, that's him. Fifth Physically bringing it back, that's, a, that's, that's a, heavy. That's a lot of planes. That's yeah, a lot that's of planes, lot of Elizabeth. Cargo. That's like a, just a, a, an armada of C-3s. Just <laughs> Anyway, in 1993, when he founded We the People, Roy Swassinger promised to help people get their cut of this stolen gold, right? And then because recall, it's the people's gold, and he's a patriot and a hero and all that. So if it's their gold, Roy's going to help them get it. Now, you have to understand, at the same time, he was getting busted because of these seminars. It was clearly fraud. So right. he, he was working state after state after state, and all the states were trying to catch up to him. So you'll find it throughout. All these uh, states are filing charges against him, but they can't find him. And then he'll be in Texas. Then he'll be in Michigan. Then he'll be in Colorado. I then see. He's, he's like whack-a-mole. Ba- exactly. So there's numerous attorneys general of multiple states who are all calling him, quote, a fraud and a con man. And this is all in the paper, but it does. you don't worry about that if you're Roy because, of course, they'd say that, Elizabeth. <laughs> they're they're so, coming after me. Yeah, and he, obviously he did make it kind of easy for people to call him a fraud because he would go to his seminars and he would tell gullible people things like there was a super secret gold molecule that was created by scientists and this super secret gold <laughs> molecule could melt steel beams and not oh, only melt boy. steel beams this is pre 9 11 so i don't even know how he picked steel beams yeah. but that also he uses to heal the sick it was a really powerful molecule it apparently both ways. <laughs> and also uh, this was the same molecule that was used by jesus because you know who loved gold uh-huh. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you he, think? Just, he loved to see it in the temple. <laughs> yeah, when I think gold, I think Jesus. I think Jesus. So anyway, 1993, big year for old Swassinger. The tabloid news show, A Current Affair. You remember them, Current Affair? Yes, yes, so, yes. Wait, wasn't Bill O'Reilly? Bill O'Reilly, okay, Fox yeah. News host. That's where he got his start. And he had the whole thing where he was caught on tape The meltdown. Yelling. Yeah. Yes. That's we, good we, stuff. Do we do it live? That's F it, right. We do it live. That's right. So uh, he, he uh, is like, you know, his team is on Royce Swassinger because, you know, he he was against frauds back then. Mm-hmm. So the news show hears <laughs> about all the lawsuits and court appearances. So they go and they chase down Roy and they find him using one of his seminars and they get him on camera. And the, this reporter is just like, oh, no, there's allegations. You're ripping off the American people with claims of this outrageous $900 trillion gold scam. And he's like, what are you talking about, scam? And so he's on camera. Remember, live on camera. Uh-huh. And Roy tells the reporter, oh, I can't talk about it. I'm currently under a gag order. <laughs> just like what you normally would hear right. from other people under such legal troubles. Right. Then the reporter keeps after him holding the mic in his face and Roy what does Roy do Elizabeth I don't know he's a western man he punches him right in the kisser (laughs) gives him an old whatfer 
So he's knocked some sense into the reporter. <laughs> and this is great for him because it goes along with his whole reputation as being a fighter for the oh, little yeah. man. He doesn't take any guff. Yeah. So all the folks in the mountain states in the West, they eat this up. Roy is a fighter. He's fighting for us. And they're not going to let the government cheat us. They don't care if he hits some, you know, East Coast elite or whatever. Right, I don't know. Right. Anyway, they're cool with it. And uh, this is all, by the way, on camera. So he's going to get charged. But whatever. He doesn't. He just keeps bouncing around states. Yeah, Start, he's catching charges Try to find me. Now, for a mere $300, Roy will, as I told you, and his group, We the People, tell you, if you can get to one of his seminars, how to process and file a claim. And then you, too, could be one of the thousands of people, tens of thousands of people available to get your hands on a $20 million sum. Yeah, but sounds bit, good to me. Rather than tell you about this, i just like you to close your eyes <gasps> and My to eyes picture are closed. It. All right. You are seated in the banquet room of the Holiday Inn in Billings, Montana. <laughs> You're staying in the hotel. You're there to attend a convention of artwork created by zoo animals. Oh. You're bored today, though, because the convention won't start until tomorrow. You have nothing to do. In the lobby, you notice signage outside a small banquet room. You thought the sign looked interesting and decide you'll pop in to hear more. Anyway, it's about 15 minutes later, and now you're certain this is not a presentation for a timeshare. <laughs> this is also not a local group dedicated to constitutional law. Darn it. Yeah, those were your two top guesses looking at the signage uh -huh. and now you spent the last quarter of an hour listening to some folksy gentleman tell you all about how you too can get your slice of a 900 trillion dollar pie uh -huh. and the speaker reiterates if you borrowed money you have a claim and you're like oh god and he's like says the u.s government has been illegal since 1933 it's been on like this for 15 minutes right and he says the federal government went, went off the gold standard and validated the government ever since they've lied and cheated you and he's going on they they collected money and made loans and the government did not have the authority to do this. You're listening, you're like, you're now past the point of curiosity. Yeah. Right? As the speaker keeps explaining, it's your money, they just stole it. The speaker, he pauses to take a drink of water. You raise your hand. You're like, I, I just got to say something. Mm -hmm. And we return to the podium. He calls on you. He's like, yes, ma'am, do you have a question? And the speaker asks, you're like, I, I do. Um, look, I came in, I thought this whole thing was like for a timeshare, but man, this is so much worse than a timeshare. This is kind of bonkers. And he's like, ma'am, you said you had a question. <laughs> Yes, you say there's a secret $900 trillion or whatever and all this money is in gold bars and it's sitting in a secret mountain in Colorado. Did I get all of that right? Now, some of the audience, they start to fidget and they get a little weird and you're like, he's like, that is correct, ma'am. And the speaker explains, Uncle Sam has your money. And what I come here today to bill is to tell all you fine people is how you can get your money back. And you interrupt again. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's insane. What is your name? And he's like, my name is Roy Swassinger, ma'am. Roy, does your mother know what you do for a living? <laughs> Roy's ready for it. He's been heckled before. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he sees you coming. Ma'am, can I ask you a question? How can the so-called banking regulations exist when you don't even have banks? They are illegal under... And you're like, yeah, we have banks. I, I was in one yesterday. My question, yeah, but they are illegal. They are not constitutionally legitimate, ma'am. You know what? I hope all of you nice people recognize that this man is stealing from you. Oh, uh, get your hands off me. You are now being escorted out of the oh, conference room bummer. by the We the People staff. And as you are escorted out, you're kind of surprised the audience begins to cheer for the people violently ejecting you from the Holiday Inn banquet room. Oh, yeah, they got to get rid of the mouthy women folk. Yeah, on the way out, you give the whole room a raspberry. Yes. The old Bronx cheer, and you keep it moving. Now, a hotel janitor is standing outside. He sees you get the bums rush. He comes over and he says, Well, I guess it really is like W.C. Field says. Never give a sucker an even break. <laughs> so that's how it goes, Elizabeth. That's what it's like on the inside. It's terrifying. Now, eventually the law would catch up to Roy. So Lossinger, um, all of the states got together. One after the other, they start prosecuting this dude. And in the mid-90s, he spends all of his time in court. The Kansas-based U.S. attorney, Randy Rathburn, he said at the time that We the People was, quote, an outright scam and was, quote, anyone giving him money might as well just burn their cash. Oh, boy. So law enforcement, they start conducting raids on the offices of We the People, and they just discovered the organization has, quote, an elaborate chart dividing the nation among group members, along with a printout of the names of 4,000 people who all paid the $300 filing fee. Oh, 4,000 suckers. Oh, dude, there's so many people fell for this scam, despite the fact that this whole story that I've been telling you is back guano insane. Uh -huh. the, the, the numbers from state to state to state is just yeah. it's just staggering. Millions of dollars for each state. Each state's like trying to go after, oh, we lost six million, we lost two million, we lost, this is like, you know, mid-90s numbers, yeah. so these numbers would go up now. Yeah. Anyway, look, I come from Iowa farmers. You know this. I'm mm -hmm. always the side on the working man. I'm not thinking like they're, they're, they're all like dumb and inept right, and all yeah. that. I know that they just don't know who to trust, and they've been conned yeah. for so long that they 
tend to choose someone who makes sense to them. Yeah, he yeah. makes sense to them, right? Anyway, Prosecutor John Livesay of Michigan, he recalled in his prosecution of Royce Swassinger, quote, I had told the jury, you're probably wondering how anyone could believe this, but obviously thousands of people did believe it. Thousands paid. Now, all told, as I said, Royce Wassinger, his whole operation hoovered up millions of dollars across the United States, right? Mm -hmm. But the wildest part to me is the fact that they believe this insane story of a $900 trillion fortune. And it kept going after he went to jail, after he died. There are still people that you can use this story because, you know, who doesn't want free money? Right. So eventually, dude, he gets put behind bars. He's found guilty, multiple jurisdictions. One judge was so mad, he made sure that Roy's sentences would not run concurrently and that he would have to serve <laughs> his full term in each prison system. Right. Which is not always it happens, right? <laughs> exactly. So at one point, though, while he's in prison, Roy attempts to use his time in court to advocate for another one of the people, his uh -huh. cellmate, a man named James Buck. According to Roy, his cellmate Buck was a very important man, and he was a key to American history. For one, Roy Swassinger claimed that his cellmate Buck was in constant danger because, and I quote, the government is out to get him because he knows too many government secrets. Oh, yeah, It's all sure. about the government secrets. Every, so many apparently secrets. Apparently everyone knows government secrets but us. Oh, yeah, mean, pretty just, much. Anyway, what sort of secrets did he know? Well, wouldn't you like to know, Elizabeth, over there with no government secrets having? <laughs> anyway, I will tell you the one secret so you can just have one and you can tell well, people you know a government secret. secret. Okay. James Buck knew this one. Quote, he knew who really assassinated Abraham Lincoln. Oh. And how did he know that? Because I bet you're over there skeptical. Yeah. He, according to Roy, his cellmate had been a CIA agent since 1959. So, so he totally knew. That's how, exactly. Was it George Soros? No, I have not yet. So <laughs> 2009, at the age of 75, still behind bars, Royce Wassinger dies. And his impact, though, and his legacy is still being felt today. Because if you need any proof of that, there are numerous forums, uh, QAnon comes to mind, you will spot the exact same phrases oh, yeah. and the exact same demands that he was making back then. It just constantly morphs Amazing. because there's nothing new under the sun. No. It just shows up in a different wrapper. Exactly. Anyway, there you go. That's my ridiculous one for you. Like you got a takeaway? I do. I think that, you know, I was saying that, like, the 9-11 conspiracy theories are fascinating. Not in, like, a, oh, I believe them, but, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch it. And I think that a lot of people, you know, the world doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. and it's scary. Yes. And things happen that we can't explain. Sure. And so you, I can understand where how people seek things out to have an answer, especially one that's, like, a little bit titillating or interesting mm -hmm. you know it's really boring some or of the makes sense to, to your things. view well and also when these crazy things happen you know the, uh, anna devere smith the actress uh -huh. and she has this whole thing about a lack of negative imagination that we have oh we don't and so i think it's hard to like conceptualize the negative imagination of what it would take for people to do horrible things or crazy yeah. things interesting and so when you create a conspiracy theory you're not really operating on negative imagination, but you're you're kind of retconning mm -hmm. negative imagination yeah. in order to figure it out. The truth of the matter is, all these secrets, like, you can't get, like, if, if, if they think the government has all these secrets and doing <laughs> secret plots, like, these things don't run clear in the first place. Like, it's yes. a mess. And yet they also think that there's secrets out everywhere. So the, both that there are lots of secrets nobody knows about, and there's lots of secrets everyone knows about. Exactly. And it's just the ones that they happen to be in the right places at exactly. the right time. Yeah, so... That's my takeaway. That's good. I like Ex that. Conspiracy theories are hilarious. So that's my Ridiculous for you. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. You can uh, always find us online at Ridiculous Crime on Twitter, on Instagram, and uh, Twitter for the time being, Instagram for the pictures. <laughs> now, um, you know, you can find stories that will give you some giggles, and you can find hype for each new episode on both. And also, you can reach out to us at RidiculousCrime at gmail.com. You can also contact us on the iHeart app. You can do a talk back, and uh, we enjoy getting those. So please do. As you hear, we will gladly post your songs mm -hmm. or your poetry. And also, if you're <laughs> a mathematician, I got a question for you. So reach out to me. Like, you know, email us because I need your help on something. Like at a college-level mathematician. Yeah, that, that type of college. Be serious. I'm very serious. This is a totally serious question. I need you to help me with an answer or something. Okay, thank you for listening to me. Ridiculous Crime is hosted by Elizabeth Dutton and Zarin Burnett. Produced and edited by Dave Couston and The Supremes. Research is by Marissa Money Brown and Andrea Gold is for the Honey's song Charpentier. Our theme song is by Thomas I am a free man, Lee and Travis. I am a sovereign citizen, Dutton. Executive producers are Ben Gold Bars on Bars, Bolin, and Noel Silver Dollars on Dollars, Brown. Ridiculous. 
Crime. Say it one more time. Ridiculous Crime. Ridiculous Crime is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.